नमस्ते सच्चाकाल रेडियो जिंदगी 1170 सुन रहे हैं आप ट्यूसडे का दिन है शाम के सात बजकर चार मिनट हो चुके हैं आपकी ड्राइवर आपका साथ दे रहे हैं और आपको कुछ ऐसी बातों से ऐसी चीजों से ऐसे टॉपिक से रूबरू कर रहे हैं आपका हमारे कॉन्वर्सेशन पे जिसका नाम है कैंडेड कॉन्वर्सेशन विद रेनू डिलन ये शो आता है ट्यूजडे को सात से साढ़े बजे तक अगर आप अंडर कर रहे हैं भाई इसमें व्हाट्स इन इट फॉर मी भाई आपको बता दे दीज अ टॉपिक दैट रिक्वायर टू बी स्पोकन अबाउट दीज अ टॉपिक दैट इफेक्ट इस ऑल आप मैं और कोई भी हम सब मिलके बनाते हैं कम्युनिटी और ये सारी जो कॉन्वर्सेशन है ये यूजुअली छुपी दबी रह जाती है इसीलिए एक जीनियस ने सोचा कि वी शुड टॉक अबाउट ऑल दिस ऑन एयर एंड दिस शो इज ब्रॉट यू बाय जीनियस किस उनकी जो सीओ एंड फाउंडर है शी इज हियर विद मी इन द स्टूडियो मिस रेनू डिलन हेलो एंड वेलकम हैप्पी ट्यूजडे नमस्ते आप चाहते हैं आपके बच्चे भी ऐसे बेबाक कॉन्फिडेंट और बिल्कुल शाइन करें जहाँ भी जाए तो यू मस्ट एनरोल दैम टू वन ऑफ देंटर्स देव गॉट थर्टी सेवन सेंटर्स अक्रॉस पे एरिया सैक्रमेंटो एंड ट्रेसी ज्यादा जानकारी के लिए दब 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 जीनियस किड्स ऑनलाइन पर जाए तो रेनू हाउ हैव यू बीन हाउ इज योर वीक My week's been very busy, and I have another very hectic ten days ahead of me because uh, first thing I'm talking at the uh, women empowerment function on Sunday. I'm one of the keynote speakers, and I hope all the women are there because I'm actually going to be talking about uh, women's worst enemy, bringing a again something very candid, which I will then talk again on the radio sometime. Oh, how fun! And that's Saturday at the Fremont Marriott, and then after that, of course, our big show being brought to you by. Um, Bikram Taresh and myself, which is the Women Empowerment with Shushmita Sen, and that's going to be on March the 16th at uh, the ICC Milpitas. And we just actually announced all the awardees uh, last week. Uh, we have 10 phenomenal young women between mm-hmm. the ages of 10, believe it or not, 10 years old and oh, under wow. 21. Phenomenal. Okay. And then, of course, we have about 35 other young women. I call them women, and uh, of which our guest today is one of them. And it's going to be a fabulous event, fabulous event. And of course, we know Shishmita is a superb speaker. Oh wow, uh, that's yeah. something to look forward to. Yeah, and that yeah. you said was March 16th. March 16th. And you know, let me tell you the lineup of women that we've got. I mean, I was I was overwhelmed just reading about their biodatas and learning more about them. And I can't wait to meet them. So all yeah. right. But then I miss Kare. You have another thing to add to your. Uh, Laurels or another Spandana. You forgot to talk about Spandana. Oh yeah, well you know, uh, yeah, the Spandana competition just finished on Saturday, and uh, two Genius Kids from the Genius Kids Dublin campus were actually uh, in the top three for their segment. So that was wonderful. Look at you, how proud! Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations yeah. to the winner. We say this show is all about talking about topics that haven't been spoken before. Dare to share is our uh, you know tagline. So, Aj, what do we have for our listeners? So today we're actually going to talk about something that a lot of people don't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, fa- families, uh, families want to brush it away, and um, husbands want to pretend it doesn't exist, sure. or they think it's something you're just going to outgrow and uh, you don't need any help or medication. What we're going to talk about today is actually postpartum depression, mental health. It boils down to mental health, and very common with women. You know. Uh, sometimes women get this during pregnancy and very commonly after and we have with us an expert on this um dr nirmaljit dami she completed her residency in adult psychiatry from uscd 
She's a medical director of the MUMS program. It's called the Maternal Outreach Mood Services. I love that, MUMS, at the El Camino Hospital. And she's a past board member of the International Perinatal Mark Society. And she serves as a panel member on the California Perinatal Mortality Task Force. So, wow, you know, you couldn't get better than this, right? She enjoys spending time with her family and swimming with the U.S. Masters, but she's very passionate about the subject. And today she's coming on air to educate all of us. So this is not just about women. Yes, I know that we women, because we're just so superpowered and we're blessed with childbirth, but just because we can multitask, of course. Right. That's why the higher force gave us this task. But this is something that's very critical to address. So I want to welcome Dr. Dami on the show. Good evening, Nirmal. How are you? Good evening, Venu. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, and I um, appreciate the opportunity to talk more about maternal mental health disorders. And you're right, this is a topic that's very close to my heart. And a lot of work needs to be done to um, educate people, providers, legislators, and just everybody about, about these very critical and very prevalent issues that affect women and also their families. And their families, right. So, because everyone gets affected with that. So, let's begin with, uh, for those who may not understand what we're talking about today, if you could explain, what is postpartum depression? So, postpartum depression is depression that begins um, either during pregnancy or after childbirth and can typically last for a year or maybe even longer um, after the birth of the baby. Postpartum depression is usually thrown around as a, as a term and it often in, includes depression, anxiety. At times it can also include manifestations of what we call manic depression or bipolar illness and then psychotic symptoms. But um, the important thing that the audience um, can, uh, I, I want the audience to know is that the incidence is very high. It's about 12 to 20 percent. So one in five women or one in seven women will struggle and suffer from postpartum depression after they give birth to their baby. And this is a big, big number. Um, and what are the signs and symptoms? I mean, people normally associate depression and normal with just being quiet or not wanting to talk, being moody. And of course, what do uh, husbands are famous for saying? Ah, oh, she's just got hormonal issues. It'll, you know, they're kind of related to the our good old monthly friend, and they all think we're going to get over it. But what are the typical symptoms or the uh, warning signs that families should look for, other than just being moody? Yes, that's a that's a really f- fabulous question. Um, so typically when we think of depression, we think of someone who's really sad, they're not engaged in their life, they're not as energetic as they were before. Um, there is a symptom called anhedonia, which means people don't enjoy or get the same joy from activities that they did before. Um, they Oftentimes their sleep is impaired, they can either sleep a lot more or much less than their baseline sleep requirement. Their appetite can go down, they don't feel like eating, or at times people can eat a lot more. Um, They have poor concentration, they just don't function at the level that they were functioning before. This is kind of the classic depression. Depression in pregnancy and postpartum comes with a few more additional symptoms. There is a lot of guilt. Oftentimes moms will feel a lot of guilt that they're not being the best mother to their baby, that they're not doing enough. Sometimes they think that their children do not love them. There are 
thoughts called ruminative thoughts. So women worry a lot about many different things. Um, sometimes there's a lot of shame and guilt about not being able to breastfeed as well or as expected or as they think was expected from them, of them. And then they can also have some more serious symptoms like um, thoughts of self-harm and suicide when they think they're just not a good enough mother and don't want to go on living. So what the family has to watch out for are changes in mood, um, a higher level of anxiety, inability to sleep when the baby is sleeping, lack of appetite, lack of interest, um, ruminative, worrisome thoughts, and pretty much any change in the woman's behavior from her baseline behavior. Right. I'd like to remind my listeners, Nirmal Dhani. We are in conversation with Ms. Nirmal Dhani and Dhami. We're, Dhami, and we are talking about postpartum depression. Let's say of all the things that we spoke about, how uh, what, an, what is the role of the family that they play, right? A husband. What is the thing that once you see that your wife is, you know, dealing with this hard situation and she's not acting like herself, what are the things that you would say that look out for these things like you just listed and how do you approach that conversation? Um, so approaching the conversation with the husband would be educating them about the symptoms and then encouraging them, uh, encouraging the husband, the partner, the family to be advocates uh, for, their, for their spouse. Um, they can talk to the baby's pediatrician, they can talk to the OBGYN, they can talk to her primary care physician and give them information. They can also do a lot to help. They can ensure that their partner gets protected sleep. Um, we all know that, you know, the brain needs about six hours, four to six hours of uninterrupted sleep to begin to recycle the neurochemicals. So if they can help with some of the night feedings for the baby um, and try to give their partner protected sleep, that can often help in reducing some of these symptoms. Um, they can encourage the mother to do more self-care and um and, you know, for, for some of the other relatives, not to put too much pressure around breastfeeding, um, but rather let the mom take it at her pace. Yeah, that's a whole new, another topic in itself, right, uh, Dr. Dami? Yes. Breastfeeding. I know yes. whether, you know, people think that moms feel guilty because uh, it's so much, there's so much uh, push into doing that. And sometimes somebody just by choice doesn't want to, you know, but the, parent, the exactly. family makes you feel so guilty. Um, there is tremendous pressure that we place on new mothers yeah. for being perfect, and the, it, the pressures are they come at an individual level, family level, society level, county level, legislative level, and you know the federal level. So there's so many pressures that are put on moms. We have moms that have to go back to work in four weeks after giving birth to their babies. And um, and much needs to be changed. And I think family is the first unit of support. Correct. So if the family can identify and recognize some of these things and advocate, um, a lot a lot of moms will benefit from it. Very valid point about you know family being a part of this process. But given our society, there's a mental stigma around anything. You know, mental issues itself are you know Take a walk, you'll feel yeah, better. Right. right? It's it's so difficult. So uh, what is your comment about that? That you know how do we open people's minds towards it? You know, educating them is one way, definitely. Right. But then there is a stigma attached to it. What's your comment about that? 
Yes, and, uh, you know, um, stigma has many layers to it. Um, sometimes it is a person's own denial that leads to stigma, and that is another topic of discussion. <laughs> but I, I think that one of the ways to reduce stigma is to educate people about the cause of depression. Depression is not something that a person makes up. Who would want to be depressed? Depression is a biochemical change in the brain, and when a woman gives birth to a baby or goes through pregnancy, there are tremendous, tremendous shifts in hormones that can affect the brain, and there is a lot of research that is behind this. Um, there is, uh, I mean, I can quote a lot of researchers, but my, the point I'm trying to make is this is a biochemical change in the brain, and it gets better with things like therapy, self-care, mm -hmm. and medications. So uh, I think if we take a scientific approach in understanding what's the cause and how we can help it, that may help reduce the stigma. But you are right, um, it's, a very big, um, it's a very big barrier to cross. So uh, Nirmal, moving on, um, what kind of support does your organization give? What exactly do you do? Because I'm sure, I mean, I'm... I have heard about postpartum depression, but I wouldn't even know who to call other than my doctor. So what are the organizations out there and what is it exactly that you do that could provide support to families and women out there? So there's, um, so, well, let me kind of frame this answer in this way. There are many different organizations. Some work at grassroots levels like Postpartum Support International, and they often have warm lines and advocates and people that you can talk to who can then refer or guide people to proper levels of care. So there is an organization, it's a worldwide organization called Postpartum Support International. There are another organization called Marseille Society, M-A-R-C-E, MarseilleSociety.org, that has a lot of information. There are some really good websites like um, womensmentalhealth.org that's uh, supported by Mass General Hospital, and it has a lot of information and um, literature and really good data on use of medications for these conditions. And then locally, um, there is an organization called Supporting Mamas that's very uh, helpful to people. Uh, reaching out to your primary care physician is definitely a great thing to do. And then I um, I work at um, El Camino Hospital, which is a community hospital. It's non-for-profit, but it's also one of the trailblazers and leaders in the field of postpartum depression. And in 2008, we started a small program called the Maternal Outreach Mood Services Program that provides treatment to moms with, in, with moderate symptoms of depression, anxiety, bipolar illness, or psychosis in either pregnancy or postpartum. And the MOMS program was the second of its kind in the country. And it's continued to grow and thrive, and our, you know, our community is quite philanthropic and has supported it. But our program essentially provides screening, referral, and treatment to moms who struggle with maternal mental health issues. And there's a lot of psychotherapy. We have groups for families, so, um, you know, partners and in-laws and parents can come in and be educated and also participate in a therapeutic environment. Moms bring in their babies. We do videotaping of mother-baby interactions and then play that so the mom can see how she interacts with the baby and a lot of thoughts about guilt and not being a 
good enough mom can disappear with that kind of intervention. And then there are, um, there are of course, sessions with a psychiatrist and medication management. So it's a very comprehensive treatment program for moms that are struggling with mental health issues. Is, is there a website that people can, you know, check out this, all this information at and, you know, do you want to give out your information? Yeah, I mean, you can look up for Postpartum Support International. I think you'll have to, uh, if you Google it, you'll okay. find it. Okay. Marseille, the same for Marseille Society, the same for womensmentalhealth.org. And for El Camino Hospital Moms Program, if you just Google El Camino Hospital Moms. All right program, um, you'll find it. Um, it is in, in under the category of behavior health and it's one of the outpatient programs. So Nirmal, uh, one of the things I would probably want to emphasize on this show because as I mentioned, you know, it's a huge stigma and especially in our community, you know, um, because, yes. you know, the whole thought about breastfeeding and not only that, but then, you know, the whole philosophy that, oh, husbands don't need to help, it's a mother's job, you know, it's mm-hmm. you wake up and mm-hmm. feed your baby and all this nonsense that Mother-in-laws mm-hmm. like to put in front of the door to know. Sorry, mom-in-laws mm-hmm. out there, but you guys can be a pain sometimes. So mm-hmm. if somebody has got postpartum depression, right, and they need mm-hmm. to be treated, then if they're going to be on medication, they should really technically not be breastfeeding the baby, and that's okay, right? Yes, I, you know, I think that breastfeeding is um, kind of, is the, the way to think about it is I think it's a separate issue. There are some women who can breastfeed and do it very well, and that's a good thing. But there are many moms who can't. There are moms who need protected sleep, and then there are some mothers who it's just too much pressure for them. So uh, I think that my approach is that if somebody can do it, that's very good. But if they can't do it and get too depressed or anxious or they're waking themselves up in the middle of the night to pump, and you know, after pumping for 15 minutes, they're getting an ounce. I I think that yeah. that that will then set them up for having more right. issues and more stress. And so, yes, there are some medications that are safe in breastfeeding, and there are other medications that are not. Um, it depends on the type of medication. But I think what I'm trying to emphasize here is that we have to put the mother's health first. Yeah. And really, the family, the husband, the parents, the in-laws, the society has to recognize that a mother's mental health has to come first. If a mother is thriving, her entire family will thrive, her baby will thrive. But if a mother is not thriving, it then affects her dynamic with her child. And there's a lot of research on that, too. And then it also affects the dynamics within the whole family. So in closing, Nirmal, a closing message to all our listeners today about what your experience has been in this field and what you would like to see as a change. And especially for the new moms out there. Yeah, and all the new moms out there, the moms who are about to become mummies. Yeah. So two things. One is put yourself first, and that's the best thing you can do for yourself, your baby, and your whole family. That's my message for all the new moms. Uh, and take good care of yourself. And my message for the rest of the community is that maternal mental health disorders are very common. They cause a lot of disability and impairment, and they are easily treatable. So understand what they are and get the treatment that's out there. Well, you know, it's been such an honor having you on our show, and I can't wait to meet you uh, next week. And in person, yes. of course. And, and congratulations yes. for winning the award. Yes. 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 And thank you. Background. Thank you for having me and appreciate 
you're getting the word out no thank you so much nirmal thank you that was dr nirmal dhami jo ki hamare sath join kari thi and we were talking about postpartum depression she is also winning a award at renu's special event jo ki hone wala hai march 16th renu dalon uh, tarish anand aur bikram singh brings you this great event third annual women empowerment event jisme feature karni hai sushmita sen right tell uh, us about know, it well you know uh, first we'll begin with sushmita talk about an empowered woman right there adopted two children right bold yes. choices yes. and in the times that you know abhi nahi she's yeah. had rene for like what uh, 15 years yeah, almost 15 years so yeah. and she not married so yeah. i think now she's trying to get married she's got somebody what half her age which is another thing yeah, i love cute. about her yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's bringing him actually she he's accompanying her to the show as well so we're going to be meeting this uh, cute hunk when he comes to how nice yes, uh, yes, can you tell us details how do we get in touch with you and get the tickets Of so we have soleka.com best place to get tickets or they can call uh, my staff at 5103644033 actually text me rather than call on tickets but soleka.com i think hangama is it hangama.com yeah that has the the tickets we have very few left all right and um it's going to be a fabulous event and a lot of people have asked me is it only for women no it's not it's for the family you know you're coming to support your family you're coming to support uh, and the women in your life yeah and even if you don't know don't have a woman in your life that you know is getting something come there and support other people and for me i think it's going to be a fabulous networking opportunity exactly. i mean yeah. through this this is how i got to i have met over 100 women in the last month that i would have not even known existed because of this event and now when you can be on first name first name basis like for example dr dami if i know somebody tomorrow that needs help I'm yes. going to send her a message connect the two and boom we've got it done right Absolutely, so yeah. if anything go out there and network with people network with other women and the, the, even the young females that are coming i mean these girls have started businesses at the age of 10 years old tell us more about it what, what do you mean 10 year old has a business 10 years old she's got a coding company and she also goes around all of the world she was in spain this young girl called sabina meta she was in wow. spain and she's flying back for the event and then we have another young lady who's actually uh, i think one of the first indian kids to get on nickelodeon and disney channel of wow. she's going to be there i mean there's a list naveli who was at our show she's okay. actually getting a recipient for all her charity dress organization we've had a lot of winners on our show yeah, is kamal dela gate ga hua kamal dela is actually flying in yes anupashwari correct yes. right and then we have nirmal dhami awesome yeah, awesome awesome group so let me tell you the rooms going to be i mean it's for me just come there and be inspired and inspire other people and in network and get right. to know these people on first name basis obviously so that's the exciting part yeah and then we cannot miss sushmita senka aura and the presence yeah. so for more do text renu at 5103644033 5103644033 bikram ko call kar sakte hain 6692654603 6692654403 tarish 5105577407014 number agar tak nahi likha hai no problem you can just google it and you'll find such as send in bay area on facebook yeah on facebook yeah and you can actually go on my facebook and read up on all the awardees the background we've created slides and we put a little 5 to 10 line blurb about each of them all right so you can get to know who's coming out there but we got a phenomenal lineup we have a young upcoming singer called sonali agrade who's flying in from florida wow. she's coming to sing she actually opened recently one of the grammys so phenomenal wow you know, yeah, yeah yeah it's just a uh, lineup is amazing a great lineup so march 16th at 8 6:30 pm india community center 
All right. Yeah. So, Renu, I had a question. Ki how are we picking these amazing guests that we do every week? And I think I have the answer. P- people that you have been networking with all this while. Yeah, networking. But not only that, actually people are introducing me. So, for example, we had Naina on the show, uh-huh. the second show. She then introduced me to Nirmal. Then Nirmal introduced me now to somebody else who will be coming on my show in a few weeks uh, later on. So, it's just networking. You know, they'll say, you know what? I know somebody else has got something to share. Right. And now that the message has gone out, Swati, about candid conversations <laughs> and how we're addressing topics that other people don't want to uh, people don't want to talk about, you know, yeah. um, it's the words got out. Right. And now it's, I think I'm booked up till end of June. June. <laughs> I'm booked up till end of June. So I've got to find slots. But um, I'm loving it. I'm loving coming here on Tuesday nights. And um, I think I really feel one of the things that's now a sense of achievement. Um, you know, we all have our work and we all do our work and that's great. But I think doing the show and being able to educate the community, I get so many messages after the show that, you know, thank you. I listened in. And this is something, you know, I was glad my husband was in the car and he was wow. to too. I've got a lot of yeah. compliments too. And then after you leave the studio, there are so many people who are calling and is she still around? Can yeah. she just do this? And so, so I want to tell people that this is very well received. I mean, I want to tell you that it's very well received. And people, if you think that you you are yeah, doing something, you have yeah. something to share, don't forget Renu D at gmail.com, R-E-N-N-U at uh, D at gmail.com. Don't forget the two ends, you know. Exactly. Critical. Critical. Because R-E-N-U is common. I've not heard. But then it's, Am I common? You no, are different. I have to be different, right? <laughs> <laughs> to spell it you, knew, you knew that from the start. Or you can send an email swati at radiozindagi.com. That's about it. Agle hafte bhi hum aise ek interesting topic ko leke aane wale hain. Agle hafte time to bring a politician on. So we're going to bring uh, Dublin. We're going to focus on Dublin. We focus on Fremont, San Ramon. Now it's time to hit Dublin. Dublin is the town that's stealing all the Fremont residents. <laughs> I need to bring, find out what are they what doing. What are they doing? What are they doing? doing so well? Yeah. All right. So time for us to wrap up the show. Thank you, Renu, for being here, being Always here a pleasure. and bringing such brilliant people on the show. Always a pleasure. Thank you. You were listening to Candid Conversations with Renu Dillon. Aapse mulaqat hogi agle hafte. Break your spar. Main aa rahi hu on air with a new, another show. Stay tuned to Radio Zindagi. Gia Gia.